0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Continue to adjust some things as we go along. This is literally episode number 757, and we're still tweaking things, still learning how to do things. And so I think I just did something that might actually make the sound a little better. I'm not sure. Uh, y'all let me know one way or the other. Tell you what, we're going to pick up something that we uh, saw over the book of James. We've reached the end of the book of James. But we saw there that there was an example given us of how we need to prayer and uh, how we need to pray and a prayer of faith and uh, uh, the 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 fervent prayer of a righteous man. And there was an example given there. And the example was that of Elijah, Okay, that Elijah prayed and it did not rain for three and a half years. The scripture tells us that he prayed fervently and earnestly. And then he prayed again and the rain came forth. And you say, well, that's sort of an interesting little thing, a little two verse thing there. I think in James 5, what, 17, 18, right through there. And I thought we'd go back to the Old Testament and look at that account because there's so much to be gleaned from there. And so uh, today I thought we would just start with uh, the beginning of it. It's a rather uh, long and extended account, so you know, it'll take us a couple episodes at least to go through it. And you find it in First Kings. It's okay, First Kings chapter 17. And in verse 1 it says this, Now, Elijah the Tishbite of Tishbe in Galilee, in other words, the settlers of Galilee, Said to Ahab, as the Lord, the God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, surely there shall be neither dew nor rain these years, except by my word. And so uh, we don't see Elijah anywhere in the scripture. All of a sudden, he just appears. Okay, he just appears. We don't know anything about his age or this kind of stuff. We do know that he's a tishbite. We do know that he's a uh, from Gilead from the settlers there. But he tells us some things about himself in this first verse. He says, "As the Lord, the God of Israel lives, before whom I stand." And so he's declaring this word right here before King Ahab, which was a uh, the king of Israel, but highly corrupt, one of the worst kings. Each one of the kings got worse and worse and worse as they progressed along. Uh, But Ahab was the king of the wimps, okay? His wife was Jezebel. And if you know anything about Scripture, and Jezebel, you know that she was very bad. And it takes an Ahab for a Jezebel to function, okay? You get what I'm saying? So he comes for him, and he says, you know what? I stand before the Lord God, the God of Israel. He's standing for him. But he also stands before him. He had received the word of the Lord. Well, how do I know that this was the word of the Lord? Well, what we're about to see in subsequent verses, you're going to see that phrase that the word of the Lord came to him. You're going to see it three or four times. So apparently the word of the Lord had come to Elijah. But I think it came in a couple of ways. It may have come in the ways that we're about to see in a moment of a directive type of thing. But as we mentioned earlier in James, it also came because of what the Lord said in His Word. Okay, because He had warned the nation of Israel. He had told them that if you don't follow My ways, if you don't do My instructions and My commandments, I will turn the skies bronze and the ground to iron. Okay, the picture being that there would be uh, no rain and all the subsequent things that comes out of that. And so Elijah knew the word of the Lord. He knew that Ahab was going against what God had told him to do. So now he comes and says, as the Lord, the God of Israel lives before whom I'm standing, And he's declaring by the word of the Lord, by the written word of the Lord, by the directed word of the Lord, the Lord told him to go and stand before Ahab. Surely there would be neither dew nor rain these years, except by my word. You talk about dry. It's one thing not to have rain, But even when you don't have rain, you will have the dew on the ground at various seasons, right? But no dew, no rain, no moisture whatsoever. We know from what we've already seen in James that this lasted for three and a half years. Can you imagine the impact? And this impact was upon everybody. The impact would be upon Elijah also. So watch what happens. This is verse 2. So he declares this to Ahab. Verse two says this, the word of the Lord came to him, saying to Elijah, go away from here and turn eastward and hide yourself by the brook Cherith, which is east of the Jordan. And so he comes and he stands before Ahab. He declares this word. And then the word of the Lord tells him, hey, you need to skedaddle out of here and tells him exactly and precisely where to go. Well, why, why does God do that? Well, he's He's speaking to his servant. He's instructing his servant. He's protecting his servant. Because don't you know, as the days went, when there's no rain and no rain, that he would have been sought out, okay? So uh, God tells him where to go. It goes by the brook Cherith, which is east of the Jordan. Verse 4, it shall be that you will drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to provide for you there. Now, we're not going to be able to get through even the first part of this initial thing right here today. But I I just want you to think about this. He goes by the knowledge of the word of the Lord, by the power of the word of the Lord, and declares a very, very hard word to the king. He says, okay, it's not going to rain until I say it's going to. And then he leaves. And it's interesting that God sort of put him... Uh, in that situation, he didn't say that it's not going to rain except by the word of the Lord. He says, except by my word. By my word. The Lord had communicated this to Elijah, and Elijah knew that he had the power by the name and by the word of the Lord <clears throat> to bring forth the rain or not to bring forth the rain. Then God tells him, Go over here and hide yourself. But then the Lord tells him, You're going to be provided for. Don't worry. Okay, even though it's going to get very dry, even though food is going to run out, you're going to be, there's going to be provision. What's the provision? He's commanded, God has commanded the ravens to provide for you there. Commanded the birds of the sky. Verse 5, so he went and did according to the word of the Lord. So you see that he's receiving the word of the Lord, the Lord speaking to him, and then he does according to the word of the Lord. For he went and lived by the brook Cherith, which is east of the Jordan. Verse 6. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, bread and meat in the evening, and he would drink from the brook. Now we know from what James says, and we're going to see later in this account right here, that this was an extended period of time. It was three and a half years that it did not rain. And in a portion of that time, the Lord is providing for him. You'll see something else happens later. (coughs) Excuse me. But the ravens would bring him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. What kind of meat? We have no idea. Is it something uh, that he had to cook himself? Well, perhaps is it something they stole off somebody's grill? (laughs) We don't know. We just know that God provided. So what's the point for us? Let me encourage us folks to boldly do some things, to boldly know the word of the Lord. Then to boldly speak forth the truth of the word of the Lord. That does not mean that, some, that whenever we hear that, we think of standing behind a pulpit and preaching. No, no, no of boldly proclaiming the truth everywhere we are, within our families, within our friends, co coworkers and everything, that we speak forth the truth of the word of the Lord, thus saith the word of the Lord, that we realize that there may be seasons of our life where the Lord's going to hide us over somewhere. He's providing for us. He's taking care of us, but he's literally got us sort of hidden away. That's what was happening with Elijah, and it was protected, but there's going to be a point when he's going to bring him forth again, to speak to this king know that he does the same type of thing with us understand that it's the lord that provides maybe through ravens bread and meat however he does it he provides wherever he has us at this moment and at this time we need to rejoice in it we need to rest in it we need to trust in the lord well my time's up again i'm dale thank you so much as always uh share about these times with one another and i'll see you again next time